He is so good to us. Um, I'm really excited to be here with you guys tonight. Um, wasn't that worship awesome? Um, Love that moment and, and worshiping with you guys. And uh, first of all, before we start, I just want to really give honor to Pastor Taylor, Erica, their team. Uh, are you thankful for your pastor? He's amazing. Come on, give it up for Pastor Taylor. Um, no, really, thank you guys. It's an honor for me to be here and serve you guys and just spend some time together. Uh, other than that, my beautiful wife is here with me, Mariah. Um, She's amazing, and, and for me tonight, um, I know we've been in this worship series talking about worship, and I, I believe, as I was talking Pastor Taylor, just talking about what worship is, and it's giving worth to God, and, and then how can our life be worship, and today as I was thinking, um, what are we going to talk tonight, and praying, and thinking about you, um, the Lord really started just showing me something, and, and, I, and tonight, I want us to not just, I don't just want to like give you a message and something that you hear and it's like, oh, that's great. But I want to give you some practical steps because um, I believe the church exists for three things. To worship God, we exist to equip the saints and you, we're being equipped right now. As you're listening to this message, uh, you're being equipped to go and do things that you cannot do on your own through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, and to reach people. So as I was thinking about where we're at today in our culture and thinking about worship and many times there's so many different definitions and what people think that worship is and, and all these things and really thinking about our culture and our society now today and we live, we live in, a, in, a, in a culture and in a year that uh, we, we want to make everything about ourselves. Uh, don't you know people like that? You know, you have a friend that's always thinking about themselves and something happens and it's just they get off easily offended and defensive. And it's like there's always drama, you know, like, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and we live in a, in a, in a culture that we, we make everything about me. I'm always thinking about me. I'm always thinking about what else can I do better? I'm always thinking about what, what else can I do so people can look at me and they say, oh, like, you know, that I'm a great person. We're always thinking about, okay, what, what is the next thing that I'm going to wear? What are the next shoes I'm going to buy? We're always thinking, like, how, how can I fit in this group? We're, we're, we're consumed with ourselves. And tonight I want to talk to you that worship is not about you. Worship is not about you. That's the secret of worship. That's the power of worship. Worship is not about you. And as we live in a time where everything is just screaming at us, like, well, do this better, or come on, like, fight for yourself, or come on, like, find another friend because that one doesn't like you, or come on, like, I, you, you need to look a little bit different, or you get depressed and anxious and all these things. We're always thinking about ourselves, and worship is not about us. It's about him. So let's pray together. Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we know that you're here tonight. I know, Lord, that you want to speak to us. I, Lord, I know, Lord, that you want to say something to us. I know, Lord, that you want to equip us. 
I thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of worship. I thank you, Lord, that tonight, like we said in worship, Lord, with whatever we came in tonight, we can give it and put it at your feet, and we can leave this place different and changed forever. And we know, Lord, that you're giving us worship to not look at ourselves, but to look at you. We give you all of the honor and all of the glory. In Jesus' name, everybody says, amen. amen. So worship is not about you. Um, there, there is a scripture that I love, um, Matthew 10, verse 39 says, if you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. If you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. It's powerful. The message translation, li listen to this. And this is going to be on the screen too, so you can take notes. Uh, it says, the same scripture says, if you don't go all the way with me, this is Jesus talking, through thick and thin, you don't deserve me. If your first concern is to look after yourself, you'll never find yourself. But if you forget about yourself, and listen what it says, and look to who? To me. You'll find both yourself and me. <laughs> we, we can just stay there tonight. It's over. Let me pray and then, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, if you don't go all the way with me, you don't deserve me. If your first concern is to look at yourself, after yourself, you'll never find yourself. But if you forget about yourself and look to me, you'll find both yourself and me. And you say, Pastor Nisso, what, what does this scripture have to do with worship? Well, that, that is the point. Worship is about looking to him. You know, when you come here and, and we... And I love, I love that you have a pastor that is passionate about worship and you have a pastor that's passionate about prayer and prophetic and seeing you using your gift and getting in relationship. And I, I love that you have a place where we have three weeks of talking about worship and worship nights and all that stuff. Um, because if, if you don't learn these things now, you're missing a tool that is really powerful that can change your life. In whatever situation you find yourself. Because the world is screaming at you right now. Just, just look at yourself. Look at yourself. Come on, start. Just say another thing. Put, put yourself down. Beat yourself down. Talk about this other person because they don't, they say this about you and you're the drama and all this stuff. It's so easy. That's where we're at today. But Jesus is telling us if you look after yourself, you'll lose yourself. But if you look to me, you're, you're going to find yourself and who you really are. So how do we do this? How, how do we look to him? How do we, uh, we don't make it of ourselves? It's through worship. The Lord has given us worship as a gift. This is not, hear me, you need to, if, if there's one thing that you take with you today is worship is a gift from God. Worship is a gift from God to establish relationship, to bring transformation, 
and to give us perspective. Worship is a gift from God to establish relationship, bring transformation, and give us perspective. So we've been saying it's not about you. It's about him. Don't, don't, don't look at, at, at all the stuff that you're doing and all these things and look after God. And if you, if you don't do it, you'll lose yourself. And, and worship is a gift and, and all this stuff. And I want to give you three points tonight. Three things. And if you're taking notes, this will be great. Like you, I'm, It's going to be really simple. Um, but my goal tonight is that you understand these three things. And number one is the Lord is looking for worship. The Lord is looking for worship. Say it with me. The Lord is looking for worship. Say it again. The Lord is looking for worship. You know, when you show up to church and when you wake, when you wake up today, the Lord is not just saying, like, okay, what is they going to wear? The Lord is not looking. It's like, okay, what is the next uh, uh, be real that you're going to post? Honestly, let me say one thing. I haven't got on that app because I think it's so stupid. Uh, I don't know if I can say that here. Yeah. Um, you know, I was like, I have my, my sisters, they're all on this app. And it's fake. You're not being real. Like people literally now, they take the picture and they say, post, post, the next thing. And it's like, it, the Lord is not, you know, when you wake up or you get the notification, the next Instagram post or whatever text or whatever you're doing. No, the Lord is not looking for those stuff. The Lord is looking for worship. Do you know that he's looking at you and looking at your life and going, are they going to worship? When you show up here, this is just one of the ways we do it. When you show up here and you got 20, 25 minutes of worship, that's one of the ways that we can worship God. And it's really important and you should do it. And I love seeing you engage and trying and lifting up your hands and all that stuff. But the Lord is looking for worship. Look what he says in John 4, 23 and 24 says, But the time is coming. Indeed, it's here now. When true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father is looking for those who will worship him that way. But the time is coming. And he says, the time indeed is here now. Uh, the time to worship is not tomorrow, it wasn't yesterday, it's right now. It's here now. And the Father is looking for those who will worship him that way. You need to understand this, and this is powerful. Where the Lord sees worship, he is present. And where he is present, things change. Where the Lord sees worship, he is present. And where he is present, things change. Do you know that the answer most of the time for the anxiety you're battling or the depression or the thoughts or the comparison, the tool that you have to get rid of all this stuff in your life is worship. You know what happens when you lift up your voice and you say, Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble. You stop thinking about yourself and the Lord looks at you and he sees what you're doing. And he steps in into your situation and things change. 
your mindset changed. Your heart can change. Your situation, you might see like, well, it didn't happen right now, but something happens in the inside of you. And that's what you need to understand. Can I get down here? Great. Because uh, I need you to see me. Uh, you need to understand that when we are singing praises to the Lord, it's not another thing that we do at church. The Lord is looking for that because he's eager to spend time with you. Do you know that the one who needs nothing desires one thing from you and it's your worship? So this thing is not a joke. This thing is not just the, the little music before I, someone comes and starts saying something to you and then we leave. This can change your life. And right now you might be battling some stuff and maybe the only thing you should start doing is lifting up the name of Jesus. You know what? This is not for the adults that are there. This is for you. This is for you where you find yourself today. And if you're new and you don't know how to do it, there's people that you can see. We have lyrics, all this stuff. We have tribes or you can talk to people, relationship, all this stuff. This will change your life. This can change your life. But because it's so simple, we don't do it. You know, I learned something a long time ago. The power and the things that will transform your life are in the simple things that you can do in your every day. When you're battling with comparing yourself, when you're battling because you don't understand why your parents said that word to you or a friend or whatever, you know that you have the power to sit down and go, Jesus, I'm going to lift up your name. You are greater than anything else. You are more, more powerful than anything I'm going right now. Lord, you are the Prince of Peace. I worship you. I praise you. And it doesn't matter where I find myself today. You're looking for this. And because you're looking for this, I'm going to give it to you. This is for all of us. And he doesn't need that. But he desires your worship. He's looking for worship. That's the God that you and I serve. It's not like, he's not just over there just, well, let me see what I do today. No, no, no. He's giving you this tool for you to use it. It will change your life. And listen to this. It might not change the situation. It will change your heart. It will change your mind. It will change the way you see things. Because always in worship, you're going to sing or you're going to praise or you're going to always think about something that is greater than what you're living right now. Worship always points us to a greater reality. So get that. Where the Lord sees worship, he is present. And where he is present, things change. Number two, you've been positioned to worship him. Not only the Lord is looking for worship, but you've been positioned to worship him. You've been positioned to worship him. It says in 1 Peter verse 2, um, chapter 2, sorry, verse 9. It says, but you are not like that, for you are chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation. God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, 
For he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. Look, this other translation says, but you are the ones chosen by God. You've been chosen by God. Chosen for the high calling of priestly work. Chosen to be a holy people. God's instruments to do his work and speak out for him. To tell others of the night and day difference he's made for you. From nothing to something. From rejected to accepted. You know that you are part of something bigger than yourself. You right here. This, this service and having students, you're not just a side thing that we do here at the church. Or like, well, let's just put all the kids there and students there because the adults now have to do the, something that's more important. No, 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 no. You're part of the church. And the church is part of the kingdom of God. Do you know that you're part of the kingdom of God? You might be there, it's like, what? It's like, no, yeah, you, you, you are part of something bigger than yourself. And for that, the Lord says that he's chosen you. You are his people and you have something to do. He says in, in, that, in that scripture, I love that he says that now you, he's chosen you for the high calling of being a priest. Chosen to be a holy people. The priests in the, in the Bible, uh, in the Old Testament, there was always this person. Uh, the people of Israel, they had this person that each, each year, they, they were in charge of giving the sacrifice of, of, the, of the whole nation. And once a year, this person will go and the priest will go and go and offer the, give the offerings and the sacrifice. And the Lord will look at that. And from there, like, people will be uh, forgiven and redeemed and all that stuff. When Jesus died on the cross, that changed. And that's important. Because in worship, you're now a priest. You're now that person that gets to stand in front of God and bring an offering. You've been positioned to minister to the Lord. And he starts now. This, is, this doesn't start when you get older or when you get out of high school. This starts now. You have Jesus in your heart. You now are positioned to minister to the Lord. Now you have the right to bring something to him. Before, you have, people have to depend on the one person that will do that. Today, you don't have to do that because the price was paid by Jesus on the cross. You know that he paid a really high price. Maybe you're here today and you're like just sitting in church and just like going like, well, I don't know what to do. I'm here because my parents. Well, you know what? Uh, there was a really bad thing that was going to happen to you, but Jesus died on the cross. Yeah. Like, uh, do you know that uh, you were going to be dead and your sins, you needed a savior. I know it's a little bit hard to heal, hear this stuff, but you have to because... We think that we just come to church and it's like, well, this is what we do, you know, and we're going to play after. No, no, no. The reality is uh, things were going really bad for you and me. But someone step in. Do you know that someone step in and say, no, 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 no. They're not going to go through that. I'm going to go through that. 
and his name is Jesus. And he deserves worship. And he has positioned you so you can bring something to him now. You're not here to play games. You're not here to just see what happens. You're not here because, well, I just come because my friend. No, 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 no. You, you were going down the wrong path. And Jesus stepped in. And Jesus positioned you so that you can bring something to him now. That's what you carry. When we stand here and we're singing songs, it, it, you don't have to look at the worship thing so for them to give the worship that you're supposed to be giving. We're supposed to be here together to bring something to him. They're not here just to like, you look at them and we jump and it's, and it's awesome and I love all that stuff. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But you know that you have something to bring? You do. When you lift up your hands, when you lift up your voice, when we sing Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble. Jesus, Jesus, you silence fear. It's not just their job. It is your job. You have something to bring. Together we have something to bring. And it's only because Jesus paid the price that you can never pay. He lived a life that you will never be able to live. And he died a death that you will never be able to go through that. So that you and I can be positioned tonight here on a Wednesday night to bring an offering of praise to him. That is powerful. I don't know if you, if you understand this, but he saved you. And if you need saving, he can save you right now. And from that position, you have something to give. You've been positioned to give him worship. And number three, I love this back and forth. Uh, I, wish, um, I might stay there. Uh, number three, worship requires action in our attitudes. Worship requires action and attitudes. That's a good one. Worship requires action and attitudes. I'm going to read a story in the Bible. Mark 14, verse 3 to uh, verse 9. It says, Meanwhile, Jesus was in, Be in Bethany at the home of Simon, a man who had previously had leprosy. While he was eating, a woman came, came in with a beautiful alabaster jar of expensive perfume made from essence of nard. She broke open the jar and poured it poured the perfume over his head. Some of those at the table were indignant. They were saying, why such waste of expensive perfume? They asked. It could have been sold for a year's wages and the money given to the poor. So they scolded her, her harshly. But Jesus replied, leave her alone. Why criticize her for doing such a good thing to me? You will always have the poor among you, and you can help them whenever you want to, but you will not always have me. She has done what she could, 
and has anointed my body for burial ahead of time. I tell you the truth. Wherever the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. Worship requires action. And I love this, this scripture. There's so much that we can get from there. There are a couple of things before I go to the points. You know that when this, when this woman broke open that perfume and poured it at the feet, at the feet of Jesus, um, the phone... <laughs> I was like, man, this is great. I was like, hey, you're good, man. Go, just, there you go. Just say, hey, say that I'm, let me say hi to that person. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's all good, it's all good. Just laugh. Come on, guys. Uh, you know how many times that happened to me on student, that happened to me too. Um, but the story is, this, this woman, when she broke open the, this jar of perfume, um, you notice what happened in the story. Some people started to like go like, why is she doing that? It's like sometimes there's some people that we're worshiping and you just say, why are they doing that? I'm just, I mean, I just want to stand here and do nothing. Why, why are they jumping? Why are they going, ooh, ooh? <laughs> and, you, and you go and you go, it's like, why? Why, 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 why so much joy and all that stuff? That, that's what they were doing. They were literally, this person was giving something that cost her everything. Something that was really costly. And there were people looking at it and going like, why? You know, that's what happens when we come together to worship. People will look and go like, why are they lifting their hands? You know that it costs to some people lifting their hands? You know, you know how many times I come to the church and I'm like, and I have to lead worship and I'm like, I don't want to lift my hands. I don't want to, I don't want to sing, but hey, he, he deserved this. I'm going to do it. But there were some people looking at this and going like, why? And I love Jesus because Jesus let people like say whatever they want to say. And then Jesus goes, steps in, says, leave her alone. Well, he goes more, more, more things that he said, he goes and he says, you know that Wherever the good news are going to be preached, this story is going to be told. You're here today hearing something that Jesus said that was going to happen because we're talking about this story. You know what that tells me? Uh, Jesus is looking for worship and your worship gets his attention. So when you lift up your hands and you don't know why you're doing it, but you're kind of like, well, I want to try it. When you lift up your voice, when you say a prayer... When you kneel, when you pray, when you say, okay, hey, I'm going to shout, I'm going to dance. You know that that gets Jesus' attention. And Jesus looks at that and says, this is something worth talking about. Because you know what? Jesus could have been like, why did she pour all this perfume on me? Like, like this is messy. Like, why? Like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Jesus could have just like ignored it. No, no, no. That literally made Jesus stop. And talked about what that woman offered to him in that moment. Your worship gets the attention of Jesus. Your worship gets the attention of Jesus. Worship requires action. So singing, praising, dancing, giving, bowing. 
serving, praying. That's the kind of worship that gets Jesus' attention. Worship is an opportunity for us to give something. When we love something, we give. You know that Jesus loved you so much that he gave his life for you. So when we worship, we're, we give something. Worship requires your actions. But not only that, worship requires your attitude. Because, you know, you can be singing and lifting your, up your hand, but in your mind you're like, why, why this again? I'm just doing it because my friend is doing it, so I'm just going to do it. No, worship requires your attitude, the awe, the reverence, the respect. You know that you're worshiping a king. Let me read you this. Psalms 95 says, verse 3, and that's not on the screen, but verse 3 says, The Lord is a great God, a great king above all gods. You know that that's the person that you're worshiping. You're not worshiping just a screen or just whatever or like something that is higher than, no, 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 you're worshiping a king. And the king deserves your awe and your reverence and your respect. And many times I feel like either we go all to this. I say, well, I, I get that, you know, like it's God and God is it's big and all this stuff. And I, but I'm just going to sit here. No, no, no. You, you give your awe and your reverence, but you show it with your actions. That's why when someone says lift up your hands, we don't just do it because someone is telling us, no, 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 we lift up our hands, we lift up our voices, we, shout, we give shouts of praise, we, we take a moment when we say, okay, let's, let's just pray together, let's bow down before him, let's just wait in his presence because we show our attitude recognizing that he is a king, I am not, but then with actions, we, we do the singing, we do the praising, we do the ooh, ooh, we, we jump, we do all this stuff. He deserves both, your attitude and your actions. That's the God that you serve. And you need to understand this. Like that woman, you will be known by your worship. And your worship will tell who you really are. You will be known by your worship. And your worship will tell who you really are. Listen to this. You will be known by your worship. And your worship will tell who you really are. Worship will tell who you really are. This woman, we're talking about this woman today because she gave something that cost her everything. Because she saw Jesus and she not only just saw him and said, I respect him and I show reverence and I show my, my, my awe before him. No, no, no. I'm going to give him something. And we know about her because of her worship. People will know who you are based on what you worship. People will know who you are based on what you worship and how you worship. People can tell who you are based on your worship. And I think tonight, the thing that I want you to do, and, and, and I want you to pay attention to me. Look at me. You have an opportunity right now to do something that can change your life daily. 
He's not just looking for it. He's positioning you to give something to him. And he not only positions you, he shows you how to do it. So the invitation for you tonight is don't just make your life about you. Because if your life is just only about you, your life is too little. If your life is all about you, your life is too small. But if you recognize today through your worship that is someone bigger than yourself, that is someone that deserves more than what you can ever imagine, and he's positioned you for you to do this, your life will change. Now I'm going to ask the keys to go up. It's not about you. Listen to me, it's not about you. I, I know it feels like everything is about you. It's not. Even let me go a little bit more. If you stop looking at yourself so much, your life might start changing even right now. Look to him. Look to Jesus. Look to your Savior. Look to the one that loves you. Look to the one that has given everything for you. Look to the one who has given you a tool for you to experience something that will transform your life. Look to him. It's not about you. And you might sit here tonight and you're looking at me and say, well, but then it's all about him. Yes, it's all about him. Well, does that make God a selfish God? No, no, no. Then you're missing the point. He has given you a gift so your life can change. You don't need all these other things to make your life greater. If you look to him, your life will change. It's not about you. It's not. It's about him. He's looking for worship. He's positioning you to worship him. And your worship requires attitude and your actions it's not about you would you bow your heads Holy Spirit you're here with us tonight and I pray Lord I know you you've been speaking to us Lord remind us it's not about us it's not It's about you. And maybe you're here tonight and he said, well, I'm probably it's your first time where you've kind of checking it out. He said, well, that sounds great, but I kind of like, I, I don't know if I belong or not. But I want to give you an opportunity to respond. If you're here and you haven't received Jesus Christ as your savior, tonight is a great night for you to do that. Because listen to this, you not only have an invitation, now you have things that you can take with you and put in practice. So if you're here and you haven't received Jesus in your heart, would you just lift up your hand right where you're at? Just lift up your hand just high so I can see you. A couple hands there. Just leave it there. Leave it up there. 
nobody looking. This is a holy moment, guys. So if you lift up your hand, we're all gonna pray this prayer together. But you that you lift up your hand, pray this with me. Say, Jesus. Come on, say it with me. Jesus, thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love. Thank you for giving your life for me. Thank you for giving your life on the cross. I receive you as my Savior, as my Lord, as my King. And tonight, I choose to worship you. I choose to look to you and I choose to live for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's give him praise. One more thing before I, I finish. Um, and this is something I asked Pastor Taylor for this. I just want to pray for some for a group of people really quick. But if you're here and, and you can keep your eyes closed, and um, if you're here and you say, "Hey, I, I I just feel a call to worship," and and we're all listen to me. This is a message for all of us. We're all worshipers. But I'm talking about people that you see the people are on the stage or in the platform. You're like, I would love to do that. If you're here tonight and you feel that, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. And I want to invite you, if you're here too, to look up for the leaders that you see on platform and go tell them. It's like, hey, I, what's my next step? But if you're here, I just want to pray for you. And tell you, it, it, you can do it now. You can start now. I'm 27 years old right now. I started doing this thing of worship when I was 12. Leading worship at my youth group, helping in the youth group, all that stuff. And I'll tell you one thing, it's the greatest thing I've done in my life, giving my whole life to Jesus. So don't, don't waste time, give it all to Him. So let me pray, Father, thank you for your goodness and thank you Lord that you're here and I pray for those that are here sitting tonight that might feel a call to worship that might feel a call to play an instrument to sing and I pray Holy Spirit would you just ignite a fire in their hearts right now Father I believe there are those in here that feel this passion this call I pray Lord ignite a fire Holy Spirit, just speak to them, move them forward, God. I pray, Lord, just a blessing, a comfort, an affirmation of your call in their lives. And Jesus, for the rest of us, I say, Lord, thank you for the way you love us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, not just for saving us, but Lord, showing us a better life. Thank you, Lord, for this week, this past few weeks of learning, Lord, how to worship you and the importance of worship. 
Lord, tonight we say, Lord, you're worthy of all of our worship, of our lives. You're worthy, Lord, of our everyday life, Lord. That's our worship to you. Lord, we say, Lord, thank you for showing us that you're looking for our worship. That you've positioned us, Lord, to give you our worship. And that, Lord, it requires our actions and our attitudes, Lord, to worship you. So we want to give our all to you. And we don't take that lightly. We give you all of the honor and all of the praise. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, so here, before we, would you just stand to your feet? I just felt this prompting in my spirit. If that's you, and you go, man, Pastor Taylor, that's, that's me. Pastor Nestor's talking about being a worshiper and being called to full-time worship. Nestor, before you leave, I want you to lay your hands on some of these. Here's what I, here's what I know about Nestor, okay? I've known Nestor for over five years now, and he is the same dude on the platform as he is off the platform. He is the same dude. He is the same worshiper, whether it's a room of 10 angry interns or the thousands in front of on Sunday. And here's what I want to tell you is that that is the kind of worshiper you want to be. Okay, would you bow your heads, close your eyes. If that's you and you'd say, Pastor Taylor, what Pastor Nestor's talking about, that I am called to, to be a worshiper, not just a worshiper, but on the platform, a gifting that God has given to me. I am that person. That's for me. If that's you, I'm gonna count to three and I want you to get out of your seat and come up to the front and Pastor Nestor is gonna pray for you. Okay, one, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Two, this is a gift God has given you to exercise. Three, get out of your seat right now. Come up to the front, get up to the front, get up to the front. Right now, right now, right now, right now. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Here's what I want you to do. Once you get up here, would you just close your eyes? Would you just close your eyes? Master, will you just begin to just pray over these? Holy Spirit, right now, I pray. Just the anointing of your spirit over this, this one's right here, God. Lord, I pray right now, there's not just an emotional moment or just, just a call, just to like, well, let, let me see. No, no. God, I pray just a mark of your spirit right now. Holy Spirit, even if they're feeling right now just to cry or, or they feel moved, Lord, let them know it is your spirit saying yes and, say, and affirming the call of worship in their life. I pray, God, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray just an anointing, a strength, a grace right now, Lord. I pray for giftings. I pray, Holy Spirit, just for a confirmation. Your word says, God, that you anoint our heads with oil. It's a sign, Lord, of your affirmation, of your acceptance. God, it's a sign, Lord, of your approval. And I pray like right now, Lord, they are approved by you. They are called by you. And Lord, I pray, Lord, open the doors. Give them favor. God, I pray that you will give them the strength to take their next steps. Not just to sit around and say, well, this is what I think I need to do. No, no. Lord, I pray just the strength to take their next step. In the name of Jesus, I pray your anointing. I pray your calling. I pray your giftings. I pray your approval. And I pray, Lord, do a mighty work in their hearts. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Can I say something to them really quick? Look at me. Look at me. It's not time for you to sit around. 
It's time for you to take your next step. I don't care how old you are. I don't care. The time is now. If you have a gifting of singing, pray, playing an instrument, wanting to learn something, get on it. We need you. The church needs you. So don't, don't sit around and wait. Well, let's see what happens. No, no, no. The time is now. David, David is right there. David, lift up your hand. He's your worship leader. So if you need to talk with someone about next steps and worship and all that stuff, go do it tonight. Listen to me. Go do it. Don't sit around and wait. You respond to the invitation. Now go take the next step. Amen. You can do it and you'll be surprised what the Lord can do through you. We love you guys. See ya. Can y'all just give it up for Pastor Nestor and that message?